Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the 53rd episode of Thoughts on Films. My name is Fikr Jabadi and I'm here with uh, our good brother, um, Muzaffar Shah Hanafi. Muz! Hey! Hola, brother. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. Yeah, you're, you're, for once, you're not in India. You are no, somewhere I'm else. I'm, I'm, I'm in the lovely Colombo right now. Yeah, it's in Sri Lanka. Working visits here. Mm. It's, uh, it's one of my favorite cities in the whole world. Oh, really? <laughs> one, of your favorite, one of your favorite cities? Yeah, seriously. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I, actually, I love Sri Lanka yeah, in general. So oh. I try to, uh, you know, try to create an opportunity for me to come here. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. what what is it about the city or, or the country, if you will, uh, that is uh, particularly uh, appealing to you? I think in, in general, I think many people uh, misunderstand, probably not very aware of how, you know, how Sri Lanka is. I think many, you know, being a country, small country, a small nation in South Asia mm-hmm. region, anything that is a very backward country, uh, in, in a way. But actually, it's not really, you know, it's, they, they, you know Sri Lankans, in a way, enjoy a better quality of life. Mm. Uh, compared to the other regions, and and, uh, and Colombo, uh, the capital city, is surprisingly uh, very clean. You know, it's comparable, I would say, to say like uh, Singapore, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's very clean actually, very very clean. All right. And probably because of uh, in terms of uh, moderniz- modernization, I think they're quite left behind, mm. which is. Uh, you know, we had they have a few like, cases of civil war, which just ended in two thousand eight, which mm. is quite recent. You know, mm. uh, I guess they they lost that kind, they, they lost the time for them to modernization. Right. So they're right. not 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 much tall building, but they are you know uh, progressively trying to catch up with all the uh, mm. to catch up with all the development. I would say so. There are a lot of construction going on right now. Mm. Uh, hopefully they. I want they manage to achieve that, that 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 the development that they are targeting, they still retain that, you know, that, that that cleanliness, the friendliness, and all that. So yeah, mm. I love Sri Lanka. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, for for my part, um, certainly if you're talking about Sri Lanka, I'm thinking about some of the Sri Lankan films I've seen in the past. Um, yeah. Impressive. Um, Critical, okay. important, uh, perhaps something that we can talk about later on. So we have, in fact, um, in, reviewed some of these films. I remember watching, yeah. I can't remember the title now for, for the life of me, but they did a special retrospective on the director who attended the yeah. festival. This was in Jonju in South Korea in 2009. Was it 2008? Yeah. I think it's 2009, if I'm not mistaken. And... That was it's just intriguing, really, to just kind of you know discover a whole new cinema that is uh, actually quite quite interesting to watch, quite fun at least for me. I don't know how others felt. It wasn't a full screening um, session at that time, but but I liked it. Maybe something that we can get into uh, a bit more later on down the road. But for now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are recording this um, episode with an special focus on the recently concluded Oscars uh, ceremony. The Academy Awards took place 
just a few hours ago, um, less than 24 hours ago, in fact. And so Moose and I decided to just sit down and have a chat about some of the winners, some of the films, um, you know, and maybe some of the non-winners as well, uh, just to kind of share our thoughts on these films as ever. Uh, Brother Moose, uh, you've been following the Oscars this year. Any particular films or awards that, that, that stood out for you? I think, you know, probably best to get started with Parasite, the the, the so-called big winner. Well, I haven't really paid attention to the uh, Oscars for the last what last decade, I guess. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, of course, you know, Oscar being the most uh, well-known uh, uh, award, you know, our festival for films. So it's like a benchmark for what kind of films hmm. that uh, you know struck out there. So let's go to the list. Yeah, I mean, in 1917, I haven't watched it. I want to watch it. Mm. The Irishman, surprisingly, you know, uh, I watched a bit of it because it came out in, on, on Netflix. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, I think it's this uh, Taika Waititi, uh, Evan Gard, uh, World War II, Phil of the Fiddler or something like that. Mm. I think I watched the trailer, all right? Yeah, yeah, Joker, yeah. of course. Yeah. Little Woman, I mean, I haven't heard this one. I think it's uh, a it's, it's quite a, a good film uh, made by oh. Greta Gerwig, um, which okay. uh, featured, um, well, it's, it's, it's not a new story. It's been adapted before from uh, a novel. Yeah, it's, and it's a retelling of a novel, right? In a, yeah, well, it's, it's an adaptation. So... Oh, so it's okay. it's one of those films. So it's it's good in 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 that sense. But the if you talk about Little Woman, the buzz, if you will, about the film has been more on how quite a number of people from the film itself have not been given their so called due. And when I say that, I mean oh. the director uh, was not nominated uh, in the best director oh. category, and that became something of a flashpoint. Uh, quite a lot of people out there they look through the list of nominees and they I think a part of, of whether something's credible or not for them is dependent on on the variety and when I say variety I'm talking about gender um, race ethnicity so on and so forth so Little Woman is actually quite intriguing in the sense that uh, I, feel, I feel that it's gotten a number of very uh, good nominations but it's, it's missing some nominations in the so-called right categories that would have really pushed forward, if you will, uh, a, a more balanced or equal agenda. So so that's the, that's the unfortunate thing about it because uh, it's, it's great, you know. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those films that is very nice, very well done, um, enjoyable and all that. Um, but, but now if you talk about Little Women, <laughs> unfortunately, if you talk to me about it, the first thing that jumps to mind is how some people are upset about it, you know. So that's just uh, that's the unfortunate thing, I guess. Um, but but it's there. I mean, it's it's, it's nominated uh, as one of the nominees okay. for best picture. Um, other nominees: Marriage Story, also from Netflix. Uh, I feel like Netflix overall, uh, they they didn't really win as many awards as they probably would like, but it really made a, a huge stride forward again. Um, last year the, with Roma. Uh, they they did very well as well, winning in a number of categories. And this year they had uh, a, a number of very uh, credible films. 
that really does make it seem like you know uh it's it's a proper studio kau faham tak you know yes yeah by the way do you know that netflix still own um the url dvd.com yeah i know yeah i mean that's still still them you know so so basically the 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 group of people or, or the company that is most leading the charge against the the death of of DVDs uh, or of physical uh, home copies of uh, home videos of of films and whatnot uh, are also the ones who are kind of uh, you know uh, important uh, stakeholders uh, in in that area as well. I mean, if not in terms of producing DVDs, they have the the website and they still have a subsection of the company that still send out DVDs because of course before they started streaming stuff uh, what they did was to send out DVDs to people people watch uh, they would rent lah kan you know uh, instead of yes. people having to go to to the video store they would rent the DVDs and then once people are done they send it back to Netflix so they they still have a small division doing that so it's quite interesting um, but that's not the focus here uh, they, they're doing well but that's not the focus here Uh, the big talk for for the longest time, um, 1917 and Parasite, uh, the winner of the Best Picture, Parasite, of course, um, directed by Bong Joon-ho, uh, the first South Korean film uh, to win the Best Picture Award um, and a number of other awards as well. Uh, your thoughts, brother? I mean, if I say Bong Joon-ho and if I say Korean cinema to you... Um, You know, it's it's on top of the world right now. What what do you think about, and how do you feel about that? I think uh, Korean movie has always become, you know, you know they always, you know, uh, for the last what twenty twenty five years, mm-hmm. uh, they always have that certain place mm-hmm. in the international cinema. Mm. Uh, I think, uh, and the admissions of Asian films in uh, in Oscar is not something new. I think Akira uh, Kurosawa have done that back in the seventies, eighties, I guess. Mm. But not in the, this kind of a major category like best pictures. No, yeah. no. So, and uh, it's it's not surprising for them to win. I mean, the moment that I read uh, Parasite is going to be nominated, uh, one of the nomination for best picture. I know they're going to win anyway. Oh really? It's Oscar. It's Oscar. I mean, I mean, I'm going to dice. I'm going to dissect this uh, much further in our second half. Okay, But all it's, right. Uh, uh, you know, it's not a surprise for me, you know, knowing that it's, not, it's an Oscar. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, not saying that it's a bad film. So, I mean, so for, of course, it's a good film that deserves the awards. But I believe, uh, if you ask me personally, I, 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 I guess uh, there are other films that, you know, uh, supposed to win. Mm. Uh, the best picture one. I would say if you ask me uh, I would go for Joker for example I mean it's a good mm. character uh, I it's a good uh, I think it's a very uh, well made films of uh, character studies oh yeah okay mm-hmm. uh, uh, for me you ask me I haven't, I haven't watched Parasite from what I watched from the trailer it's in it sounds you know it looks like I mean it's it, It feels like any other good Korean films, mm. you know, the lighting with the color template and all that, mm. you know, the, 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 you know, the, the, that trademark Korean thriller. Mm. Of course, it's going to be entertaining to watch, 
Yeah. But it feels like a Korean movie. Of course, it's a Korean movie. How do you say that? Yeah, you well. Know, Korean movies, you, uh, when you watch Korean movies, you know it's a Korean movie. You know? Yeah, there's a certain that. quality about it. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have that, that, that certain, that universal feels to it. You know, I mean, like, if I watch a Japanese film, for example, you can feel certain level, certain kind of a universal, universality. How do you say that? A universal kind of thing to it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like a Japanese movie. This is something, mm. like, for example, I watch Ren. You know, Ren is a very, uh, you know, it's a very Japanese, uh, based, you know, it uses Japanese uh, historical setting and all that. But it feels like watching a Shakespeare's movie. Mm. Well, uh, that's, I mean, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of uh, Akira Kurosawa's films are like that. So, yeah, so I, 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 I see where you're coming Indian, from. Uh, element to it. Yeah, true. Uh, every side, you know, I, I, I know it's very Korean. You know, they have that very strong Korean feels to it. Mm-hmm. And also, this is technically it's not like the first Asian films to win an Oscar. I would technically uh, the Departed. Which is uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You're one of those. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Um, I, I feel I feel Asian movies, man. You mm. know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean that, that, that's how I feel about it. Uh, I mean, uh, it's not a surprise that they won. I mean, uh, I expect the moment that because it had a certain pattern, mm. and you look at the history of. The winner of best pictures, best actors, best directors. Mm. Uh, they have certain pattern that fits the whole uh, you know, social uh, issues uh, at that point of time. All right. You know? Yeah, I, I would agree. I would agree. Um, I mean, that's that's quite a lot of what Bong Joon Ho has been doing for uh, a lot of his films. Um, and, and I, I suppose that is something that we can probably get back to in the second half because we'll be dissecting a bit further about that particular moment, uh, the victory, what it means, um, and what the Oscar might mean, so on and so forth. Uh, but for now, we are going to look through the rest of the winners uh, in the other categories. Um, I mentioned it's now Bong Joon-ho picked up a number of other awards as well, including one for Best uh, Director. Um Nin- oh, I forgot one more thing. 1917. Uh, a lot of people were thinking about 1917 as uh, possibly the big Oscar winner. Um, yeah. And it didn't win the big awards. Uh, it won a number of the you know, the more technical awards. Um, I, I, for my part, uh, wrote about this recently, saw it in the cinema, and I felt that if you were looking for a film that is the very definition of cinema, that you know, 1917 is it, which is not to say that other films are not that, but you just can't escape from, from just the, the, the visual spectacle of what 1917 is in terms of the story, character development, um, so on and so forth. So, so 1917 uh, didn't get the, the big awards, but these are all like, you know, grade A. The, the thing about this is some people, you know, they, they feel like they want one person or one film to win. Uh, it's like what I mentioned earlier uh, about Little Women. If one or two people are not nominated and they feel that everything else is, is negated. But I feel that those who are nominated, which is not to say that, you know, people who are not nominated, that's, that's not problematic. That's an issue or potentially a problem in its own right. But just, just the people who are nominated, you know. Um, Martin Scorsese, uh, Sam Mendes, Quentin. These are like grade A 
legends. You know what I mean? You know, so it's not to say that kau kau tak nominate. You know, the 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 people who are in the list, they they, they are fantastic performers in their own rights as well. Uh, best actors as well. You know, you're looking at people like um, Charlize Theron, uh, Renee Zellweger who won for Judy, uh, Scarlett Johansson. You know, she she got two nominations. Uh, one for best actress and one for uh, supporting actress. So suddenly, out of nowhere, you know, she's a so-called legit <laughs> um, quality actress. Kafam ta? Because I feel that the Marvel films have um, kind of affected her image in in a very positive way. But it has also meant that it's it's also a strongly commercial one. But now suddenly, out of nowhere, she she has two. Um, very good turns in two very good films. Um, so she's doing well as well uh, on that front. Um, best actor, uh, your man Joaquin Phoenix uh, won. Um, but even here, you, you're looking at Antonio Banderas. You know, it's like, yeah, what tahun dah mamat ni? Dia dah berlakon. And now he's like getting a proper recognition. Even as a nominee pun, aku rasa macam not so bad, you know? Nice night out. I think, yeah. I, I think, I think it, it, it's a good for him, yeah? Mm. If you look at the history of those who win all these best actor award, uh, uh, it seems like their career went, went downhill afterwards. <laughs> uh, well, well, maybe. Yeah. Uh, or some, uh, yeah. I mean, if, 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 you're, if you're thinking of, uh, uh, what's the name? Adrian Brody, yeah. But I don't know about downhill, but yeah. I mean, different directions for different people, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, Leonardo DiCaprio nominated here. Um, best original song for, for Elton John, uh, for Rocketman. Um, I've, I've not much to say about that. Best original score, though. This one is uh, intriguing. Yeah. Uh, Joker is the winner. Who, right. who, who did the score for Joker? He is. It's an Icelandic name. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. uh, and when I say I Icelandic name, I mean it's a name that I yeah. know. But if you ask me, which oh. I'm okay, how do I pronounce it? Uh, it's gonna be a little tricky. <laughs> but well, I am is... going to Google the proper name, and I'm going to give it my best shot. Uh, Hildur Guanadotir. Um, oh, okay. So, right. if I'm not mistaken, uh, Hildur is a name. Uh, the daughter part, it means that she is the daughter of a person whose name is Gu- Guona. So, if um, if Hildur is is a boy, if I'm not mistaken, her her name would instead be Hildur uh, Gonasen. So the S O N at the end side the sun ini macam bin lah kan atau binti. Um, so that's the name. Uh, but I'm absolutely certain that I'm butchering her name uh, as it is. So yeah. Let's just call. Let Let's just say that Bjork did the Joker. Ah uh, no! Don't uh. don't. <laughs> uh, I I will let you say that. Um, and I shall refrain from further comment on that because front. But anyways. She she won the best original score. Sorry, you about to say. I'm still typing all the females Icelandic musician as Bjork right now. Well, because yeah, I, the I, thing that's the only name that I can pronounce anyway. So yeah, so Bjork <laughs> did more Joker for score. Great. Uh, yeah, well, the music's quite quite. Hmm. 
plenty, plenty more Icelandic names I can't pronounce, but they tend to be the footballers um, and, and not the filmmakers. <laughs> That's another story for another day. Um, best international film, again, Parasite brought that home. Best makeup and hair, Bombshell. And, and what I want to say here is, you have a number of other films here. Uh, you have Joker, Judy, Maleficent, and nineteen seventeen that you look at, and then you think, "Oh, makeup and hair—that's the more bombastic one." Kalau bombshell ni macam tak ni sangat, but I kind of want to say that this is actually very deserved because I don't, I don't know if you know. Uh, just just for the sake uh, and and for the um, benefit of our listeners, bombshell is a story about a uh, sexual harassment issue at Fox News, uh, featuring a number of real life characters, if you will, uh, performed, of course, by actresses. But what is intriguing is that as, as a person who follow the media a lot and analyze the media a lot, I'm, I'm relatively familiar with how the people, actual characters look in real life. And then when I heard that, oh, it's going to star Margaret Robbie and it's going to star Charlize Theron and Nicole Kidman, and I thought, oh, okay, they, they look close enough, but, but how, how identical would they look to the actual um, real life personalities that we're talking about here, like Megan Kelly, for instance. And then when I, you know, when when I saw the film, which I'm, bro, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, she really looks really really good. You know, they they look very very similar. So for for a lot of them, you have to like tell yourself that this is Nicole Kidman or this is uh, Charlize Theron, and then you start to see the Charlize Theron. Confirm that, because. Um, and that is just me kind of knowing um, in, in a fairly familiar way what the real life characters actually look like. So, so that's something that for me, I think on that front, um, for best makeup and, and, and hair, uh, I think they are worthy winners. It's quite intriguing. You tend not to get that so much. But uh, anyways, that's that. Um, that's for Bombshell. Best visual effects, 1917. Um, it's, it's a very visual film, so... No, no problems there either. Avengers, tak menang, tak apa. <laughs> Best film editing, Ford v Ferrari. I actually did not watch this film. Um, but, you know, I can imagine it being, you know, uh, it's a James Mangold film. Uh, the Who's the name of the editor? Um, let's just Google it for a bit. Ford, Ferrari, <laughs> editor. Um we're looking at uh, Andrew Buckland and Michael McCusker. Um, yeah, not so familiar with their works either, but nevertheless, uh, good, you know, good for them. Well done for them. Sound mixing, 1917. Um, the sound editing, Ford v Ferrari again. Cinematography, 1917, of course. Roger Deakins. Deakins, uh, he would go for years <laughs> without having... Yeah, they, and thankfully so, yes. Um, I'm not complaining. Um, the longer the master is around to weave his magic, uh, the better it is. Um, just, just to check the fact, Mike Bonsado is still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make a point, yeah, man. Sure, sure. I, I, I yeah, uh, that is is a point well made. Uh, <laughs> best supporting actress, uh, Laura Dern for Marriage Story, which is uh, Netflix's first acting victory, if you will, at the Oscars. Yeah. Um, 
watch documentary short. Uh, I wrote a review about In the Absence, which is uh, about a Korean uh, fairy disaster. Uh, that one is a good film, of course. Uh, but the winner is actually Learning to Skateboard in a War Zone, if you're a girl. Uh, I've not seen that one. Um, very brief side note, uh, St. Louis Superman, uh, another documentary uh, that I've not seen um, and not really figured out a way to kind of like watch it yet. Uh, produced uh, two of the producers, or so two of the people behind the scenes, so to speak. Um, Malaysians. So that's something that has been making the rounds uh, back home. Uh, winner of the best documentary, uh, American Factory, which is produced by Barack Obama's uh, production company. <laughs> he's not oh, actually yeah, involved. He's not involved directly as the hands-on producer, but it's his company. Uh, costume design, Little Women took home. The, what I what I could regard as a big award. Um, that's a good one. Uh, production design, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The winner for that. Uh, oh, I love this one. Best Animated Short. Uh, the winner is Hair Love, um, which is fantastic. It's, it's a very good short film. I, again, wrote about this uh, not too long ago. Focuses more on African-American identity. It's, it's about a young girl uh, who's trying to sort out her hair. Uh, and make it look nice. And the person helping her out is her father. So there's a lot of stuff in this context that is actually quite unique because you don't really have animated films focusing on African-American identities. Uh, you don't really have films that really look at um, the the father playing, African-American father playing a key role in his daughter's life. So that's in, in a narrative context that's also fairly special. Mm, so I think that's a worthy winner. Uh, the other nominees I that I saw, Kid Bull and Sister, both of them are also uh, quite intriguing. Um, very good. And you can read more of what I have written about that. The live action short. Um, I saw three of the five nominated films here. Uh, Brotherhood, Nefta Football Club, and The Neighbor's Window. The, the winner is actually The Neighbor's Window. Not going to take anything away from that, but Brother... Kalau kau ada masa, just sit down, make some time for the the film Nefta Football Club. Because I feel that, I don't know, maybe even tonight after we're done with the episode and you're like, you still have another half an hour before you really shut your eyes again. Uh, it, it's actually not, it won't take that long. It's about 17 or 18 minutes, we don't know. Um, it's just, it's just funny. I mean, it's just not, there, there are bits that, are, that is actually funny. Um, laugh out loud funny and then there are bits that's actually very serious but overall it's just fun it's actually really enjoyable um, and it's just really really cool so so that's something that that you uh, brother moose and and the listeners listening at home make the time to check it out mm, freely available as well on YouTube and Vimeo and whatnot so no problems there best adapted screenplay Jojo Rabbit the Adolf Hitler one um Yes. Well, it is the Adolf Hitler one. I mean, uh, if you are to pick like, one or two words, how would you describe this uh, in, in one or two words? The shortest or the, the most quick uh, effective would be Jojo Rabbit. Uh, sorry, it would be, well, that would be, the, be the best way to describe it, but it would be Adolf Hitler, right? Original screenplay, I mean, I mean, Parasite. It's, a, it's, a, it's an expected admission, I mean, I thought... 
you know, from the trailer, I thought, you know, it's, it's a feel-good movie. It's not like uh, it was meant to be made for the sake of, uh, I mean, for as an Oscar material. Mm. So it, uh, it's, it's quite a surprise that it made quite up a quite number of nominations. So, yeah. Yep. I, I think I should, you know, watch it one day if it appear in one of the streaming services. Yep. That's the script. <laughs> anyway, mm. hey, make it soon. Okay. Make it soon. I mean, yeah. there's plenty of, of options available. Um, <laughs> because what what happens after the Oscars is that these films tend to become a lot more popular. People want to check them out, so they bring them back into the cinemas or something. In the case of Jojo Rabbit, should still be around. Um, but I don't know what what the scene is like in uh, in Chennai or in Colombo for that matter. So yeah, best original screenplay, Parasite. Mm, other nominees are 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Marriage Story, and Knives Out. Um, I actually have not seen Knives Out, uh, but I've heard a lot of very good things about it. It's it's a Ryan Johnson film, so I just yeah, I hate, I think uh, uh, I read somewhere it's like a is a re it's a retelling, you know, it's a uh, re, you know, it's a reintroduce of this. Uh, to say that uh, uh, mystery room murder mystery kind of uh, concept right it's a bit, I mean that, that kind of uh, movie has been around for the last mm. 20, 30 years so yeah I like that I like that kind of movie you know, it's, it's quite for family of those lecture locks kind of thing mm. so and they have uh, just born so I might have to watch it well nice yeah. whenever they have James Bond that's the rule watch it yeah. So, and also Captain, Captain America also is there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's not <laughs> outside of the Marvel films. Uh, some of his, fi- yeah. a lot of his films, actually, not really the mm-hmm. the best out there. You kind of really have to pick and choose your your Chris Evans film uh, that you watch, if you will. Um, well, that is my preference right now. So yeah, it's much more easier <laughs> compared to when I was still younger. So yeah, uh, what else? Best Supporting Actor. Oh, interesting. Yeah, no, Best Supporting uh, Actor. Uh, we, we'll get to that in a short bit. Uh, just very briefly, winner for Best Animated Feature, Toy Story 4. Uh, to be honest, aku tak tengok Toy Story 4. Tapi aku tak rasa macam nak tengok dah. Because I feel like Toy Story yeah. 3 was like just the perfect um, yeah. full stop for the whole series. I don't, know why, I don't know why they make it again. You know, because they need the money. Come on, you know why they make it again? Don't say you don't know why they make it again. <laughs> Don't say that. I don't know what the desperation is that, but yeah. whatever it is, uh, they got what they wanted, which is to make a lot of money and and an Oscar to go along with that. Um, but the best supporting actor, I feel, I feel like this is probably the most. You just look at the names there. You know, this is the most competitive out there, and and it, it's kind of like under the radar a bit. But look at that, yeah. right? Tom Hanks, Anthony Hopkins. Oh, yeah. Al Pacino, Joe Pesci, the winners Brad Pitt. I mean, it's this. You can't get any more A list than that, can you? Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> this is like what you know. This is like you know the uh, you know one of those World Cup semifinals where that is the best match ever. Yeah. And whatever, whatever they get into the final, it's just like an afterthoughts. Yeah. So this is it. <laughs> you know? True. True. So, so I mean, like. I, I thought you know like a beautiful day in the neighborhood is a you know is a is a autobiographical film about uh, 
We still the need position. them to turn up for the ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's one way of looking at it. Yeah. yeah. But whatever it is, that, that, I, I look at yeah. this and I think, oh, there's there's a list. There's about as a list as it gets right there. Yeah. Basically, That's, look at this. Uh, the 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 that, title at the top it says best supporting actor. If you delete the word supporting, yeah. you look at the list again. Best actor. Yep. You know you would believe it. <laughs> no, and I mean you know? like all these guys, all all these nominations. It's like. Right. In total, is uh, more than two hundred million US dollar worth of salary we are looking at right now. Brad Pitt is about fifteen million per pictures. Mm. Al Pacino probably twenty five million per pictures. Joe Pesci probably ten million per pictures. Anthony Hopkins probably twenty million per pictures. Tom mm. Hanks is fifteen million per pictures. Crazy right. man. Well, thank goodness <laughs> <laughs> we're not making uh, that film. Uh, that would be a very sorry, expensive eh? film. That is the uh, who else? Uh, Who's the best actress? We, we, we skipped that? Or Mr. Oh, uh, no, we didn't. Renee, Renee Zellweger. Ah, okay. Uh, Bridget Jones. Bridget Jones. Who was the best? Who are, who, who are the best actress? There's no more best actress or what? So what? The, oh, Renee Zellweger. I mean, the best supporting actress. Uh, uh, the best supporting actress. Laura Dern. Laura, Laura Dern, Dern yeah. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So just looking at the list there, Laura Dern. Uh, again, we talked about that being the first acting Victory for Netflix, uh, which they will no doubt celebrate and probably still are celebrating. Who knows? Um, I know that uh, someone like Bong Joon-ho, he's probably still celebrating. Um, uh, Kickstarted the after party by encouraging everybody to consume copious amounts of alcohol, which is probably not advisable. But hey, once in a while, um, once in a moment in time for uh, what is a historic victory, maybe it's okay. And we are going to be discussing a bit more about that, um, the, the significance of, of Parasite's victory, uh, what it means for Asia as a whole, or does it mean anything at all, and then perhaps the the role of the Oscars as well. Uh, does it actually mean what it's supposed to mean? Um, I don't know. Let's uh, have a chat about that uh, after the break. We're going to take a break right now. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. Uh, thank you, and yeah, I'm ready, ready to drink tonight. So <laughs> until next morning. Thank you. Right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the second half of our 53rd episode here with me, Fikri Jamadi, and our brother Muz, hanging out all the way in Colombo, um, having a good time there. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying this particular episode as well. We are going to be discussing a bit more about the significance of the Oscars, really. It's significant in its own way, but... Um, is it really that important? Uh, does it really mean as much? Uh, Muz, um, let's get started with uh, the, the main question that I have off the top of my head right now. Uh, Parasite winning. A lot of people are very happy about it, of course. Uh, certainly, 
keeping abreast of the situation back home in Malaysia, a lot of filmmakers in Malaysia are also very happy about this. They see this as a victory for Asia. Uh, I just wonder what you, what you think about that. Uh, would, would you agree? This is like, we all win this. I mean, uh, or something like yeah, that. Think- um, how, how, how would you respond to that? For me, it's a yes and no answer. You know, it's a yes. It's a, you know, in a way, if you want to look at, it, it's a, it's an achievement for Asian cinema. Yes, mm. but uh, no, I don't think it's actually uh, signifies that uh, Asian cinema has, uh, in some way, uh, you know, uh, achieve uh, the Western cinema. In some way, because I see it's like uh, you know, it's like an agenda for all these best picture winners uh, throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Like for example, uh, sometimes you see Oscars back in the old days. You know, back in the uh, when I was young, you know, back in the nineties, back in the eighties, it was like the most uh, premium. This is this is the premier uh, movie film awards. Mm. You know, in the whole world, because I'm not really, because they are living in a country small as Malaysia. You're not exposed to any other kind of uh, film awards like Cannes, Berlin Film Fest, and so on and so forth. Hmm. So, uh, you take Oscar at face value. So along the way, then you start to see all this. Uh, I, I think uh, back in the nineties, I feel you know thinking back. Uh, those winners, you know, like Schindler's List, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what else? Uh, Still banned in Malaysia, I think. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's a very epic cinema films, you know, mm. very epic cinema films. And you're thinking back, yeah, I mean, back in those days, you know, regardless of the the, the, the political message or whatever, you know, all this uh, uh, strong message that favors a certain group of people uh, you know, they try to convey that, yeah, it, it, it's obvious, but at least, hey, you deserve it, you know, to, considering the amount of uh, the production value that they uh, actually uh, put into making that piece, you know, they deserve it. Mm-hmm. And along the way, starting, start, you know, started in the 2000s, then you see, it started to become like uh, all this, it started to become like a platform to, uh, voice out your, you know, is is a for liberal to speak out their their views. You mm. know? So I think all these this picture winners somehow uh, resonates to the current situation. So if you remember, there was the one time it was a very LGBT, uh, you know, it's very everyone talking about you know the the the. the, the Broadway Mountain, I think. LGBT, so there's Merck winning the best pictures. Mm. And then there was uh, uh, all the thing about racial, so then the Green Book winning the best pictures. Mm. What else? Uh, so, and and uh, when people start to think that uh, Oscar started to lose its relevances, then you see all these... Uh, uh, sleepers hit becoming you know, best pictures. Like some of these people saying that uh, I, 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 I ran through some of the article here. It says uh, uh, the wind makes parasite the first ever foreign films 
in the seventy-two years history to take top prize. It's not true. Mm. Beautiful Life won in what ninety-seven, I guess. Uh, did he win the Best Picture award? I mean, it was it I was it, it was nominated, perhaps. Uh, I mean, celebrated certainly. I'm thinking uh, more of the artist. Um, yeah. If you remember artist. the artist, uh, <laughs> which was a, a, a silent film, um, so technically yeah. there's no no specific dialogue there. But yeah. So yeah, I mean that's that's not an American film or not a British film for for that matter. It's a French film, right? Yeah. Uh, so after there's all these. Uh, they start to lose the relevancies, then all these sleeper hits, all these sleepers films from God knows what country, you know, win, suddenly win an award. Mm. Now, in this case, I think people start to lose, uh, you know, uh, start to lose uh, interest in Oscar because of because of the streaming services. And you see all these uh, films that I think 15, 20 years ago would not even make it to the nominations, even you know, even in, even in a, a small uh, category, hmm. right? Like in a documentary or something like that. Now you have Irishman, which is a Netflix uh, uh, exclusive. You have Mary Story, which is a, uh, which is a Netflix, Netflix exclusive. Hmm. And if you look at the best supporting actor uh, actor nomination, Irishman. It's a Netflix exclusive. The mm. two pop is a Netflix exclusive. So mm. you see, Oscar tried to become more uh, flexible. They tried to stay relevant. That's why I think, you know, it's hard for them to accept it. But mm. they have to, you know. So then they start to include uh, all these uh, streaming services, original uh, productions. And mm. I'm not surprised in five to ten years' time, all the best pictures nominations who came from all these streaming services, from mm. Prime Video, from Netflix, from Disney Plus. So I think this is why Parasite win uh, won the best picture is not a surprise for me. Okay. I know the moment you make the nomination, oh hey, gosh, this guy going to win it. Hands right. down. Uh, <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I see where you're coming from. Um, a number of points there worth uh, bearing in mind. For my part, I look at it and I feel much. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think it's a great film. Greatly enjoyed it. Uh, been a fan of the man for for many years. He's made. Um, the ironic thing here is that I, f- I feel that it's not even his best film. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, personally, Memories of Murder for me. Sarine Chuok. I is that's. This, this is film. Huh? Man, that, that, that is film, right? The Members of the Murder. Yeah, brother. That, that is the best Korean movie. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's the best movie. Yeah, that is, uh, that, so, that movie cap- captures the, the soft Korean of the 80s. Mm. I still remember that scene when that guy who liked to kick... Oh, <laughs> and, then he, and then he stepped on the nails, right? Rusty nails. <laughs> is that, that, that film, right? Yeah. Well, that film, right? I mean, oh, gosh, man. This is what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah. he's, he's been around for a while. He's been active. He's been at the top of his yeah. game for for a while. Um, made films for for Netflix as well. Mm. So I have nothing against him winning. Um, but I just yeah. feel much. Um, it's a bit of a stretch to say that this is a victory for Asia, or yeah. 
or that is a victory for for anyone beyond this the 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 um in a more direct sense uh, the filmmaking team who helped to kind of bring this story to life and in a more indirect sense the Koreans uh, but in Malaysia it's quite a lot of people quite a lot of other filmmakers who are of the perspective that this is um it's a fantastic achievement but kadang-kadang aku rasa macam the, the reaction is almost as if one of their own won it um and i just feel macam that's just i i don't get that so much um are, are we yeah, like, hang, are, yeah. are we too desperate to hang on to the coattails of others um is that too harsh for me to say uh, or maybe it is yeah, an yeah, asian yeah. thing i mean in yeah. india for instance brother i mean you're there um what 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 is it seen like uh, a film like south korea a, a film from south korea or a film from japan or a film from from other parts of asia being celebrated um is it seen as an asian thing and therefore something that the indians feel happy about as well or is it is that not the the, the feeling that you get there well for the world they don't care other than you know they only care about their films <laughs> and, and, and it, it, it makes sense you know because they have 1.3 billion people that is like one third of the world population and why do I, do I, I mean for like say you know if you ask any of the uh, Indians not many of them know who actually is Satyajit Ray not many know really not, not many no of yeah, not that, many that's of a stretch who is, is it not who is that guy yeah. oh. you ask any uh. of you, know, you ask any of the my 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 my, my friends oh um, that, that's, that seems like a big shout brother I must yeah. say yeah Not many. Never, I mean, forget about Sayyid Ray. Not many. Not not even many of them knows who is Mira Nair. That one I get. Okay. That one I get. Right. So, but Mira Nair is is a bit more Western or a bit more global. But I think maybe this is actually at the heart the of the issue as well. Um, uh-huh. I feel I feel uncomfortable with the idea that oh now that now this film is worthy of something. Because it has been celebrated by the Westerners, or by the white people, or by the Americans, or by yeah, the, 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 but that's that's the, the, the sense thing. of unease that I get because yeah. it's just the, the the whole awards ceremony season in the American context, at least, is actually very very, uh, in my opinion, very flawed. It's not particularly fixed, not not a particularly objective thing. It's it's a little more objective than you would think, but but it's still not what you think it to be because for all these people, misalnya kan, you know, for all these awards, they get sent screeners, uh, they get sent uh, all sorts of uh, stuff, um, and not everybody get the chance to watch it because people, the people who are actually involved in the the voting process, the people who vote for this kind of things, uh, usually for the Oscars, and then you have the other sub um, subgroup of awards, like the Writers Guild of America, the Producers Guild, and whatnot. So, so all the people who are in this group, they get sent all these films, um, and all this. Uh, if if it's a TV show thing as well, they get sent like DVD box sets of season one or season two of of whatever, um, and they don't really have the time to sit down. 
and watch everything and then really think or consider macam oh you know this is this is the best performance atau apa semua itu the other factor that that has to be borne in mind here is the buzz generated from uh, adverts that is placed in certain websites certain trade publications for your consideration kan you know the joker for your consideration best picture best director you know so you always get a lot of this kind of adverts so i feel that sometimes a lot of that is not really talked about as much as well people just kind of focus on the end result which is parasite one you know but but they don't really consider perhaps that the end result of of parasite winning is not really hollywood's willingness to um accept global cinema or foreign cinema as it is it's more perhaps for some people at least a matter of eh a lot of people are talking about this film huh? maybe it's good huh? you know what i mean yeah. it's it's so the, the the process is actually very flawed um and and that's the thing that i have uh, an issue with because even though the process is flawed even though the process is actually in some ways incomplete um because it's it's just a little too subjective for my liking Uh, it's it's fun to kind of talk about as well who's nominated and who wins and whatnot, but but I just don't feel all that invested in this whole thing precisely because I just feel that it's a very Western thing, and I and I'm at a stage of my life where perhaps it's ironic because I'm living in England right now, but aku macam I I don't need validation from from white people basically. And and yet I feel as if a lot of people who are claiming that Parasite is a victory for Asia are, are the people who who are doing that because they are very happy that it is acknowledged by white people. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, by, by the Westerners, by the Americans, you know. Um, if they say it's good, therefore it must be good. And that, that's something that I feel that we should talk about that more, but I don't really see as much. I mean, some people have written about that, but but by and large, the general trend is more towards Parasite One and, and people basking in this, um, even before the, the award itself. Um, the the mood or the buzz is, is always about how uh, it is, oh, you know, there's a good chance it might win because dot, dot, dot. Um, and the ironic thing here is that Bong Joon-ho, even when um, before the nominations were announced, I, I, or was it after? I can't remember now. But some time ago, he he himself said that he's not concerned about the Oscars because um, the film has already won awards uh, at Cannes. Right? It's it's been featured around the world at different film festivals, uh, and he described the Oscars as a local film festival <laughs> which if you think about it yeah. it's pretty yeah. darn true <laughs> yeah actually because uh, you see we take it you know Oscar is the most well known film festival is the is the paying tribute to the Hollywood Hollywood is the what capital to tip of the world hmm. so it's the most well known film festival so if you win something in Oscar you know like you achieve some level of achievement whether you know you said whether you feel like yeah, uh, you know you have whatever uh, uh, perceptions or perception that you have to an Oscars yes I agree with you that you know we, 
you know, it, it shouldn't be like that where you put your benchmark, okay, uh, now that the, the Hollywood recognize uh, Parasite as the best films uh, of the year yeah. in Hollywood, meaning that is the best film in the world. So, uh, so this is a benchmark set by all these uh, white people. Uh, but and, and, and the funny thing is uh, you have this spill over effect from I say from Malaysia saying like oh now that person won we are happy about it so probably it's uh, create a platform ever create an opportunity for other Asian films probably to achieve the similar uh, you know similar success mm. in Hollywood I don't think that's going to happen anyway because it's going to happen like one time and then they go back to the usual Hollywood uh, tropes, mm. right? Uh, uh, I mean, I, I still remember back when I was in KL, when I was still based in KL. And I I did a lot with one of these uh, government agencies that look after this, uh, the delivery of this particular industry. I'm not going to say which agency, I think those who know knows. Mm. So their, their, their goal is to have one Malaysian films to be nominated in uh, at least make it to the final round of uh, best foreign pictures in Oscar. So that is the benchmark for Malaysian industry film, uh, Malaysian film industry. Mm. So have that kind uh, of uh, nominations to make it to that nomination. And even back for this year, they tried to get uh, one of the Malaysian animated films to get nominated for Oscar. Mm. Uh, it created a huge buzz as well. I can't remember which one. This is European European, something like that. They created a huge buzz, like, okay, now we're going to do Oscars. But, you know, just like the submission. It's not like they've been, been picked uh, for uh, for nomination anyway. But, so that is the benchmark for our film industry. For Korea, they doesn't need an Oscar. No, they because, don't. Because uh, they don't. Yeah, right. Because some of the some of the uh, of the, the Hollywood film have already adapted. Uh, you know, some of the biggest uh, South Korean movies, like Old Boy, for example, been adapted into uh, you know in a Hollywood version that we see of it. Mm. And uh, and some of these films that before this huge explosions of. South Korean movies in Hollywood, they make some of the finest masterpiece uh, films that uh, ever made. You know, before Park Chan Wook uh, explored, started doing all these Hollywood movies. You know, I think he just stay should just stay in South Korea, and I think he is much more he is much more creative. His output is much more creative mm. when he's in Korea, like Bong Joon Ho. You know? You say, I mean, I think like I agree with you. Parasite is not his best. I don't think he's a parasite. Is his his best work? Hmm. Which is not to say it's great, is, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Um, just just so you guys understand where we're coming from. Um, it's fantastic, yeah. but yeah, you know, it's just pointing out how there's plenty yeah. more where that's coming from. You know, probably if you watch, you never watch any of his film. You might consider Parasite is his work is his best work. But coming from, you know, we have watched some of his films, you know, especially Mother of the Memories. 
Uh, and that last thing of the Monomers still, you know, still very much. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> when, he, when he looked under that, you know, that 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 that, that drain mm. trouble. Oh man, it's a very powerful scene. So mm. I think that should win an Oscar. Mm. And it's good to see. <laughs> and Song Kang Ho always there, right? You know, it's always like you know he. I don't know whether he get a good manager or he just very great at. Picking up the right scripts. Mm. He's like in every good South Korean movies. Mm. So Kang, his name is Song Kang Ho, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Song Kang Ho. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That that he's he's the leading man. Um, ah, yeah. The the every man lah, if you will. Song Kang Ho, too much. If you want <laughs> the the, the one the, actor the, who is a representative yeah, the of the yeah. Korean every man, he's your man, yeah. basically. Yeah, so yeah, but I, I'm I'm not going to see. I don't think this 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 uh, this trend going to uh, appear again in 2021. I think it's going to be some, you know, local independent Hollywood movies going to snatch up the best pictures or what. But yeah, yeah, I think at least Asian cinema has its moments in Oscar. Just cute. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, for my part, I feel that we already have our moments, um, and these are the moments we're celebrating with or without an Oscar. Um, although, having said that, like I said, um, somewhere in Hollywood right now, Bong Joon Ho is still drinking some soju, perhaps. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and and, the, uh, and and you know, and it's a drunk, yeah, it's a drunk moment. Like, do, do we really win this? You know, do we really win? This? Possibly, yeah. I mean, it's 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 historic. It's worthy of celebration, um, that, and that should not be uh, that should not be forgotten. Um, I'm I'm just I'm just like keen to point out how, you know, there's more to the cinematic world beyond uh, the Oscars, uh, and even at the Oscars and themselves, um, having given an, a a more specific focus to the short films, there's more to the to the Oscars than uh, the fiction-based f- feature films, you know. Um, yeah. the, the, the short films there, of course, uh, quite a number of fantastic ones um, worthy of greater discovery. Hmm. Just to add to that, on a side note, ladies and gentlemen, you know, there's one achievement that we can look at Parasite if you want to look at it from a different perspective. This is how an industry done right by the government. If a government wants mm. to actually govern your film industry, that's how you do it. Yeah, don't you're not giving all this grant and all that, and put a lot of red tapes. Yes, you are, you can put red tapes and all that, but you need to allow your filmmaker to be creative and see what happens to South Korea. South Korea doesn't have industry back in the eighties. I believe the film industry start in the late nineties. When they are politically stable and they start to progress economically, in in a more consistent way, perhaps. Um, yeah. Yeah, like like uh, uh, an industry wide initiative, if you will, to to really build up their their culture industries and whatnot. Yes, that one more towards the nineties. In the eighties, there was still a dictatorship, uh, and yes. and you know what they say about dictators, um, cinema is not the thing. <laughs> Although having said that, having said that. Um, Kim Jong Il, um, eh, Kim Jong Il, Kim Il Song. I can't remember now. He's the biggest. 
His father is a huge film buff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah Even yeah, wrote yeah. a book about cinema. I mean, that one. Yeah. I had oh, it somewhere. Man. Do I still have it? I can't remember now. That was that was a weird one. But yeah. Um, so maybe not all dictatorships are the same. <laughs> yeah. And and the, and yeah, the most interesting part about soft North Korean movies is they have, they are actually have their own film studio. A huge film studio in North Korea, producing all these propaganda films. I would love to watch that films. <laughs> you know? No, seriously, I mean, they, they actually put a huge uh, budget. I mean, I mean, a huge national budget on making all these propaganda yeah. films. No, no, that, 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 that part I know. I'm, I'm not disputing that fact. It's just you yeah. w- l- wanting to watch these films. I just like. Yeah. I'm, I'm just oh, imagining okay. you making your way all the way from from Colombo, as it is now, uh, to Pyongyang, no. knocking on the door. Excuse me, can I watch your propaganda stuff, please? Ne 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 yeah, ichogro Yes, come this way, please. Um, and they bring you down somewhere to to watch the films. That'll be fun. Yeah. And yes. then the death squad, uh, death uh, death is waiting outside to execute. <laughs> But, but the point I'm trying to make is, uh, you know, this, this Korean people, you know, they are really focused on what they're doing when it comes to films, when it comes to art, you know. Like you said, in the 80s, they are nothing. They're one of the, I don't know, poorest country in Asia, probably. Uh, I didn't they say they are nothing. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I take your point. I, I take your point, yeah. yes. And now they are one of the biggest cultural exporters in the world. Uh... And I would, uh, you know, I think the whole the old catalogs of uh, softcore movies now are going to be very famous in America. They're going to dig back all those horror movies, all those thrillers. I believe all boys going to make it another reissue of DVD somewhere sometime soon. I don't know. Mm. of Memory is going to make uh, a comeback in the DVDs. Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I, 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 believe it's going to be, and probably who knows, Mother of Mary's might not get a mm. remake in Hollywood. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and American <laughs> Memories of Murder. That's. Yeah. No, I no no brother no. I, I'm yeah. gonna have to put a stop to that. Much like uh, I'm gonna have to put a stop to this episode because um, we have reached the end. Um, right. Quite a good chat, brother. Quite enjoyed that. All right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What time is it now in Colombo? Yeah, man, it's what twenty minutes to one thirty. It's half past two a.m. So I think I should get to sleep right now. You should. If I miss, I miss my meeting tomorrow. Actually, it's only tomorrow. Actually. Today. If you are, yeah, it's today. If you miss your meeting in a few hours' time. Anyways, thanks for thanks for your time, brother, uh, for staying up. Uh, Appreciate the company uh, and the chat as ever. And the same goes for you too, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you very much for having uh, spent the past hour with us. Uh, We hope you have a very good rest of the day or night wherever you may be in the world. Um, That's it for the fifty third episode of Thoughts on Films, Um, brother Mus. Thank you very much. All right. All right. Good night, everyone. Bye bye.